Hey guys, welcome to the Fahim Mujahid podcast. I'm your host, Fahim Mujahid. I'm a mental conditioning and human performance coach, but more than that, I'm a father, husband, family member, and friend who draws a lot of inspiration and passion from pouring into other people. Listen, I've been on this journey of self-evolution myself, and I find that with each opportunity, if one's passionate enough, you can find ways to not only enrich the lives of others, but find your way to your true north. I find so much inspiration from growing and learning and doing whatever I can to expose my own wounds so that we can collectively heal together. What I want for this podcast is an opportunity for me to use it as my offering to shifting the energy, the focus, the consciousness of the world that we're all experiencing, the world that we're all living in. It's a place that I want to grow with you so that we can all grow and become the best versions of ourselves. Welcome home. So as I get older, there's a few things that are starting to really um, clarify themselves in my life. And it's taken me some time to really be um, at peace with what has been showing up without going into automatically operating from that of judgment, um, but using it as an opportunity for feedback. And I think that there's, you know, there's no surprise when I say, or when you hear someone say that there's, you know, a lot of the ways or a lot of the things that we believe are the correct way to do things, or the way we see ourselves arriving at success or finding balance in our lives, we're leaning more into power and our purpose or the things that we give value to um, in this society. A lot of this shit is just backwards. And I don't think it's necessarily a shock to hear me say that if you've been following me for a while, if you know anything about my my philosophy or who I am as an individual, I'm always talking about walking your authentic path and stepping away from a lot of those things that we've been conditioned to believe and kind of leaning more into your truth and finding and exploring those answers that lie within you and creating powerful ways that we can do that together on this journey. And I hope to have been able to use this as a tool to be able to hopefully uncover a lot of that um, for everyone listening. But what I'm realizing is that there's still a lot of things that, at least for me, are still relatively new to kind of really anchoring into the truth of it. I think a lot of times you can come across information or you can find something or explore an idea or a concept and and it can kind of somewhat be as an aha moment, but even then it doesn't sink all the way down to the foundation of your belief. So it's still very um, on the surface. But when you know something to be so, so true, although it may seem as if it goes against everything you've been taught to believe and you anchor in that truth and that knowingness that shows up from that, that's something completely different. And here are a few things that I've started to understand and really truly truly know and i wonder if you could connect the first thing is college is not for everyone i'm convinced 100 100 and we're not going to get into you know why or how i'm gonna let you guys and you know deduce why i would say that but i you know I, the more and more i see the more experiences that i have the more people that i work through or help assist on this journey the more i learn about you know, those who've come before us, the, the more I've learned about just journeys in general, history, um, helping people, coaching people. You know, I, I truly do, and I'm finding that to be a really powerful truth, especially the older I get, the more experienced I, I become. The second point is that we have some really warped ways in which we look at success and that arrival of success. 
mean, we think that this idea of success, the clarity of the success and all that thing, we one, we think it comes from the attainment of things. If I get this, then I'll I'll feel successful. If I accomplish that, then I feel I'll feel success, successful. And although I can connect 100% to that mentality because it's something that I've carried for a long time and even now I find that I, a driving force for me is still what else I can do, what else I can accomplish, what else I can obtain. And you know, they say when you have more resources, then the greater your impact. So yeah, there's a driver for me to accomplish more so I can attain more and create more of an impact and using that as a vehicle or a vessel to be able to implore that, that, that message I want to leave upon the world. But I think the way that we operate as a society is that I think the way that we not only operate, but the way we drive towards or driven towards this belief and understanding of what success is, a successful life is, is backwards. And the third thing I would say is that I believe that majority of the people I would almost I would almost venture to say it's definitely above 89%, I believe. And this is just, again, me venting or sharing my point of view. I believe close to 90% of the people on this planet are not walking in alignment with their purpose. And the reason why I believe that is because I think there's two things that happen. I think we're fed this idea that we're supposed to find this truth and this connection with the work that we're committed our life to. We're fed this understanding that we're supposed to have that clarity in high school. And if you don't have it by high school, you're definitely supposed to have it by college. And I don't, and, and I, and I find again, from my research is that that's completely ass backwards. You know, you don't even hardly know who you are when you're at that stage of your life. Which is why so many people are, thousands and thousands and thousands of people are in debt, paying off college loans, and they're not even practicing in the field from which they went to school for. So I think this understanding or this idea that we have about success and purpose, you know, and, and, and finding fulfillment in your life and finding a craft or a career or a path that aligns with you, I think it's something that we have unrealistic expectations. We hear stories about people who step into that alignment early on, and we think that's supposed to be the norm. We assume that that one designer who fought, who found her calling at 12, you know, instead of it being, you know, instead of it being um, an outlier, we assume that okay, well, if I don't know this truth, if I don't have this clarity by 12, then something must be wrong with me. And here's the thing, I think when we start to become online later on in our lives, for most, when we start to come online, the reality is, the reality is, is that oftentimes we don't allow ourselves to shift into that awareness or to truly connect to those things that we're feeling drawn to because now there's a lot of a, a judgment associated with it. But also there's been a lot of our life in the security that we have within the things that we have within whatever we're managing in our lives have been built on the security that's been obtained through that thing that we've committed to early on to where now when we're starting to get the the signals or we're starting to receive the feedback in our lives that there could be other things, there could be another thing that you have more power and purpose and conviction and impact and inspiration and spirit to do, you now feel somewhat restrained from being able to do that. So then when you come across those individuals in your life that 
are outwardly living to that purpose or are outwardly at least pursuing that, what we tend to do is discourage that in other people. You know, I find that now in my life is the first time I think that having a, a true understanding of the value and the worth of my purpose and the impact and the gift that I have to do the work that I do and being unapologetic about that power is something that I'm stepping into for the first time. I think what I've always found is that whenever I step into something that, although I may feel called to do, there's a, there's a degree of me that, like all of us, we're seeking approval and acknowledgement that we can hold that space in that way. You know, we look and see what others are doing. We're looking to see what others believe of our conviction and what we're doing. And, and I find in my life, sometimes that impedes or sometimes that gets in the way of me living confidently and understanding that I truly believe that I've been, that we all have been created specifically and special, uniquely qualified and created in a way to do what our purpose is, what the universe, what God has instilled in us to do, the work that we're here to do. So what I'm starting to realize is that the work that I'm growing into, the work that I'm purposely growing into, is not only the work that I've been designed or been placed here through all my experiences and losses and hardships and growth opportunities, this is the work that I'm, at this part of my journey, was created to do and I and I feel dope as fuck at doing it. I feel like it comes natural for me. And I'm not going to constantly operate from this space of apologizing for feeling powerful in this in this role, powerful in this space. So I think that what I've realized about my coaching career, just my journey in life, the more unapologetic I get about those gifts and those abilities that I have that have been placed through placed in me and have been gained through those experiences that come with seeing the world the way that only I can see the world as, as you know, you guys are listening to this podcast, you're seeing the world through a lens that only you can see the world. So there's been certain gifts through your natural spirit being, but also there's certain things and lessons that you've been able to powerfully take along this journey that contribute to your power and how you're powerfully purposely standing or sitting wherever you are right now. So your role in life is to figure out, seek out those things that inspire you to be able to pour more into those roles or into that purpose or into that path. You know, I heard it written that your gifts and your talents are the gifts that God gives you or the universe gives you, but what you do with those gifts and talents are what you give to God or what you give to the universe. And I don't want to get too spiritual here on, on, this, on this beautiful day, but I do want to just bring awareness to those things. So, word for today, shifting focus, shifting attention, is infer, right? Infer. So the definition for infer is to deduce or conclude information from evidence or reasoning rather than from the, rather than from explicit statements from others. So to deduce or conclude information from evidence and reasoning rather than from explicit statements from others. So I'm trying to do more of that in my life. And for, I'm, I'm trying to seek out every space in my life or every thing that I believe I know or every judgment or every opinion that I have. I'm trying to make sure that 
I seek every opportunity to make sure that those are my true beliefs based off of what I either have some direct evidence or experience, or I want to go on and explore and try to see how efficient I can be in the reasoning that I have for holding those certain beliefs or understandings. And I realize that as I'm starting to do this work, a lot of the things, not a lot of the things, but there are a good amount of things that I've arrived at feeling pretty confident of knowing that were given to me um, based off of the communications or the opinions of others, the statements of others. So I think infer is a really powerful thing to connect, a powerful word to connect to today, especially when we talk about my opening, you know, of how we value certain things in the growth or how we value certain things within our society, how we prioritize certain paths in our society and needing to be a bit more connected to what we know or what we're experiencing our truth to be, even if it goes against what we've been taught. So infer. So I wanted to hop on today to talk a little bit about something that's been showing up consistently throughout a throughout a, a variety of different um, coaching relationship recently. And that's about the importance of meaning. The importance of meaning. You know, I, I had a, a client I was working with recently who had went through a traumatic experience. And as he was reliving um, this experience, you know, my heart, you know, my heart automatically, man, you know, one empathizes. And I was able to, while he was sharing, shift myself into what that experience might have felt like. And I think that truly, truly to be empathetic, to truly, truly love and support through empathy is to place yourself and try to experience yourself or embody yourself in those experiences. And I think that we as a community, if we can do a better job at doing that, we can ultimately do a better job at loving and supporting one another. So one of the things that um, I constantly try to do is that not just hear what someone's saying, but actually try to connect and embody those experiences that they're reliving and recounting. And the reason why I brought up the conversation about meaning is because we were exploring kind of like how that experience had had impacted the individual to where they are now. And as we're shifting to and connecting to the experience and how it felt, there was an opportunity where I said, and this is something that I think that we can all apply and take it into consideration when we go through certain things in our lives, is that I think we go through certain experiences, especially those that are emotionally charged, and we take those on and they become a part of how we not only see ourselves, but how we view the world. Those experiences that we go through then start to create in some way, they start to create and construct our beliefs about not only ourselves, but the world. And that stemming or that belief is originated or stemmed from or stems from our ability to subconsciously create or attach a meaning to said experience. So so the beliefs itself that we're creating from these experiences, whether it be a bad performance, whether it be a bad game, whether it be a bad season, whether it be a bad relationship, whether it be a bad moment in your life, whether it be a bad career opportunity, whatever we're associating good, bad, and different, the meaning that we associate with it has the potential to impact a belief that we now shift into ourselves in the way we view the world. 
if we're going through an experience in our lives and by going through that experience in our lives it changes the way we see a certain group of people it changes the way we think about how we're growing it changes the way we think about a variety of different things if we don't if we're not mindful of the meaning that we're taking from said experience if we're not aware it can end up having a profound impact on our beliefs and once those beliefs are rooted deep within our subconscious within who we and how we see ourselves they're harder for us to uproot and to shift so i think if given the opportunity the closer you can connect to someone who has gone through one of those emotionally charged experiences or situations or time frames in their lives the quicker you can get in there and help them identify the meaning that they're associating with it the more powerful the work and the and the better the opportunity is to to start changing that experience or the meaning that's being derived from that experience before it becomes a part of the new belief pattern. So, so not just as it relates to this client, I've seen it happen in my conversations within the last 10 days from a variety of different clients. So we start the conversation and the challenge with, okay, what meaning are we associating to the things that we're experiencing and that we're going through? because it happens without us necessarily even being aware of it. And I think that if we could just shift our awareness to become more intentional about not saying meanings are good, bad, or otherwise, but being more intentional about where we're pulling those or where we're having or where we're influencing or where we're pouring in that meaning based off of those experiences, I think our responsibility is to be mindful that we're doing those things, that we're associating meaning to these experiences. And if and, and, and if any of those meanings don't align with the belief that you wanna carry in your life forward, the impact you want that experience or that meaning, the potential meaning to have on your life, then when but now is a good time to go back and reevaluate those meanings. So yes, I believe meanings become beliefs. So here's what I would challenge and here's what, what I feel compelled to kind of speak life into today. And it would be a it, it would kind of be more so a challenge for you to explore in your life. What are certain things or recent experiences in your life that you recently went through, especially the emotionally charged ones? I know we've had a lot over this last year and a half. What are certain things that you've gone through in life? recently, the last couple years, even beyond, that you've unknowingly associated a powerful meaning to that experience. We, We all do it, right? So explore what that moment or that experience or that situation or that timeline or that time frame in your life was and seek out the meaning. Get clear about the meaning that you associated with having to go through that experience. What meaning did you attach to that divorce? What meaning did you attach to dropping out of college? What meaning did you attach to being cut from that team? What meaning did you attach to shifting out of the corporate space to become an entrepreneur? What meaning did you associate or did you connect to that experience? And the second thing I want you to do, the second thing I I asked my clients to do this week is look look for something I call the conflict principle. So if you associated some kind of negative or, or, or I guess, um, yeah, some kind of 
not if you if you associated a meaning that doesn't align with the meaning that you want to move forward if you associated from this experience all people are bad for example if you or if you associated from the decision to shift spaces um I'll never be able to be successful, and this is why, because of this experience. If you've associated certain things based off of a meaning that you attach to certain, to a certain thing, use something that I call the conflict principle, which is going back to that experience, see if you can find anything that conflicts the meaning that you've associated with it. If it's a game or if it's a performance and you're in the meaning that you associated to that game was that it's a shitty game, or I performed poorly, my conflict principle would be Go back in that game and seek out opportunities that you did well, that you showed up in a way that was in line with how you want to perform in the future. So seek out things that automatically go against that meaning that you so quickly associated to that experience. And then the third thing is activate, activate an effective learning environment. And what I mean by that is set up reminders or certain trigger words or certain things that you can do in your environment to remind you of that shift of meaning. Because the meaning itself isn't necessarily gonna change just because you start saying that you wanna see it differently. You know, our natural operating system is to go back to that original meaning. So then how can we create opportunities within our lives to make sure that we're setting reminders to draw our awareness back to the consistency of the meaning that we want to apply to it. Because just doing it once isn't enough for it to really anchor in and become a part of this new belief system, this new idea, right? We have to be consistent. Consistency compounds, right? So create an active environment that allows you to do that.